Welcome to another episode of Life's 3x5's podcast. Liz and Tim have created the ideal conversation formula for them. Everything begins with what's on a 3x5 index card. It can be anything and it can go anywhere in 30 minutes or so. If allowed, they can somehow magically become connected by a single word. And now, today's unscripted and unpredictable conversation between two longtime radio friends from a remote location with Liz Wilder and Tim Larson. Hey, Liz, it's three degrees and minus two wind chill, but not where we are today. No, I am actually sweating. Are you? I mean, I'm rolling up my sleeves and I am sweating here. <laughs> If you could see, it's a good thing you don't, we don't have video. The video is to protect the audio. We are surrounded by palm trees and tropical plants. I mean, literally, it, it's we're engulfed in this glass box at the Nicholas Conservatory. I was just going to say, because Life's 3x5 is in a Nicholas Conservatory greenhouse yeah, today. Yeah, boy, we've got a lot of stories with this one because this used to be, this property used to be a greenhouse here next to the river in Rockford. And it was here like 45 years. And when the park district turned 100 years, they wanted a centennial project. So then the Nicholas family stepped forward and they ended up putting up the funds because their family spent so much time down here and they built the Nicholas Conservatory. So when they were doing the greenhouse, it was a greenhouse that fed the entire Rockford Park District. So if you needed plants at Magic Waters or if you wanted plants down at the corporate office, down at the old post office, that's what the greenhouse was for, to feed the rest of the park district. Ah. Well, then when it was time to take it down, you know, the park district just doesn't want to scoop up something and throw it in the landfill. I mean, that's (laughs) just not very, I think the media would have found out about that. Yeah. Yeah. So they thought about it, which the park district does on so many levels. And they disassembled it. The whole thing? Piece by piece. Now, the greenhouse, keep in mind, was so much smaller. smaller. Yeah. Okay. And I was in on some of the meetings with that, with recognizing donors for the Nicholas Conservatory. So they're going, well, what do we do with this glass? And I said, give it to me. We will laser engrave the, what do you call it, the architectural rendering of what this was going to look like. Okay. We will laser it on that old greenhouse glass. And then we built a stand, you know, a laser engraved stand, and that's what the donors got. Oh, how amazing. Yeah. And do you know the fact that uh, glass over time moves? Mm -hmm. So every Mm -hmm. piece, our factory, they had to use a micrometer to find out the thickness because you have to set the laser at Mm -hmm. a certain depth, and every piece of glass was different. That's how come sometimes the old... Uh, farmhouses and things have glass that's yes. a little wavy. Yes. It's because the glass moves. That's it. And it's always thinner at the top mm-hmm. than it is mm-hmm. at the bottom. Yep. Does it have to do because glass is made with sand? Does that have something to do with it? I don't know. That's a project for you. That's your homework. You look that up. See, we've already got homework in the morning. I was already. hoping not to have homework today <laughs> because, you know, I'm in the middle of all these plants and I know nothing about greenhouses. I know nothing about oh, that. Oh, there's some beautiful plants around here. I'm like, oh, I know that one. There's a mango tree here. There's a palm tree right in front of us. There's, oh, just some gorgeous plants. In fact, that mango tree back there has fruit on it. Yes. I mean, literally, it was it's orange that you could actually pick it if you wanted to. Yeah. And I'm sure that there are some coconuts here on these big palm trees because literally the palm trees are 
to the ceiling. And you know how tall palm trees can be. Yeah, this is a big place. They're huge. Yeah, and then the funny part of it is that you look, you're, you know, you're going around by the kaleidoscope and the train and all that stuff. There's a little path that goes all the way through. All the way through, and you, you look outside, and they're ice skating on the lagoon. They are. I know. I walked in. I walked into the conservatory, and I see all these shoes on a table to the left. I'm like, what are they doing, collecting shoes? Oh, those are ice skates for rent. Yeah, they rent them out. Which was amazing. And I was going to tell yeah. you as I came in, running in, Tim, Tim, guess what? There's somebody ice skating back there. <laughs> and of course, now I know why. Can you ice skate? Um, I don't really know anymore. <laughs> okay, so Denise Hall was my best friend growing up in Hannibal, and they had a pond at their house. And I remember trying to ice skate and being a little wobbly. Your ankles, I mean, my ankles are not real strong like that. Now, I could roller skate, but I can't really ice skate. Right. So now, I, I could not roller blade. Oh, you know, I, I can, never tried roller blading. Yeah, I can roller skate, but my ankles are too wonky. I, can, I cannot hold roller skates or ice skates. I'd love to try again. I'd have to try again. I'm going to have to wear padding everywhere because I'm sure I will be falling down. (laughs) Oh, look at this train that's going by. Oh, the train. Hey, that's the Pacific Union Pacific, the yellow Union Pacific train, which matches the little train we have here. And hey, you know, before we get too far, we need to do a little toast. Okay. And because everything happens to change around here all the time. So every time you come back, you'll see something different. Here's my toast today. Here's to the old, here's to the new, here's to me, and here's to you. So what Liz is referring to inside this conservatory is uh, during January, they have brought back this full-blown nature train they call Sinisippi Station. And this train is made out of everything that you would pick up off the ground, including their landscapes. So think of the Rose Bowl Parade floats. You know how everything's made out of flowers and seeds and nuts and things like that? That's what this is like. The entire train, the whole tracks, the scaffolding that it's on, all of, well, the train itself is not made out of it. I mean, that's regular metal and stuff, but the little landing sites, like the new one you said was the Coronado Performance. Okay, Coronado Performing Arts. You'll see what Rockford's known for is the sock monkey. So see if you can find the sock monkey. That would be your your homework. They also have the music shell and the trolley station and the symbol. The symbol, right. Which is next to the river. Um, And the rock men. They have the rock men. So they add a new landscape every time, which makes it sort of nice. But they have maybe, I think, three or four trains going at the same time throughout the palm trees. I just saw the Union Pacific, which is just exactly like the big one that went by. And then they had Thomas the train because you (laughs) saw his little face on there. And then there's the trolley, which goes from where to where? Because I've never taken the trolley before here. So Uh, where does it go? Trolley goes from just north of Symbol all the way downtown to the Riverview Ice House. Which is about how far? Oh, I don't know. Three miles, five miles, ten miles? No, it's about three. Three miles? Yeah, something like that. And I'm only gauging that on walking along the bike path in the river on how Because how it, it goes off. right along the river. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And then there's a, what's the other little one? There's another little train, too, and I forgot what it is. Uh, it's a cute little train. The trolley? No, the trolley, the Thomas engine. 
Oh, the here. Union Pacific. I don't know. I can't remember the yeah, other one. I don't one. know what Okay, is. I'll make but, that your homework. But, but go to our website and go under episodes. We always put photographs and logos and stuff like that for each episode that we do. And not all podcasts have websites. So we're very, very happy to be able to share the visuals with you. And, and if plus you w- the big koi fish, too. Oh, yeah. Did you fall in love with the koi fish? You know what? They came right up to me. Yeah. So they wanted me to pet them. So I tried <laughs> to pet right. them. And they actually yes. stayed right there. I mean, some of them are a good... What is that, 12 inches or so? I mean, they are huge. I know, but I turn around and all of a sudden, <laughs> Liz is up to her elbow in koi fish because, because you're sort of a, uh, uh, let's just see where this leads us. Oh, that's they, that's sort of your no, thing. No, those little animals, they just came right up to they me. They're like, do. oh, it's Liz, as my husband calls me, Dr. Doolizzle. <laughs> She's here. She can speak to us. That's hard she to say. She knows I'm hungry. Yeah, the fish are always hungry. Hey, by the way, we were talking about the website, too. Yes. Uh, if you want to contribute uh, feedback, you want to contribute Please. a topic, you want to maybe give us a location suggestion. Yeah, that'd be awesome, too. Any, any of that kind of stuff. Just go to the contact tab and, you know, shoot us anything. Just, if nothing else, just let us know that you're out there. And that you like it. Yeah. My girlfriend, Lynn, actually texted me. She didn't go to the website and do this, but she texted me and she said, hey, I've been listening. I'm having a lot of fun laughing and giggling. And, you know, you were talking about ice cream. And have you ever ta- have you ever had honey ice cream? I have. You have? Uh-huh. I've had honey butter also. Oh, I have never had it. And I thought, oh, yeah. that sounds like a good. Yeah. I- as long as they don't put too much in it, because it can be oversweet. Really? You know, it depends on who makes it. Yeah. Now, you know those dum-dums? You know those the little, suckers? Yeah. The dum-dum suckers? Did you yeah. ever have a honey one of those? Never did. You ever have popcorn of those uh, dum-dums? No. I had blue raspberry, and I have had pineapple. And root beer? I, I think I've had a root beer yeah. before. Remember the mystery ones? Yes. Those were always fun. They have started to do that with ice cream. Really? And basically, it's what left over from the different batches. They throw it in there, and whatever comes out, comes out. But they are selling ice cream tubs. Can't remember the brand. It's I was an just off-brand. Just going to ask you who's no. Who's it's brand a, it's is an doing off-brand. That. It's not somebody you would recognize. Okay. And of course, that's their niche. I'm sure. They're, hey, look at us over here. We've got the We're mystery. We're the mystery. Yeah. And they serve it as mystery. But you know, any of those mystery ones that I've had with the Dum Dum uh, lollipops, they've never been bad. It's just been sort of mediocre, and you can't identify it. And you know, it's just weird to me. I think. <laughs> really? Yeah. The weird. You really? know, I I would like to have one that I kind of know what it is because then you you're tasting it and like. Mm, I'm not sure what this is. It tastes like uh, <laughs> raspberry, strawberry, maybe. I don't and know. Apples in there somewhere. Yeah, you've yeah. got you've got such a. I just smelled a fart look on your face when you go. Oh, oh no, I don't <laughs> like. I don't like those mystery things. You had such a weird look on your face. That was sort of funny. Oh man. Hey, another thing on our website too. We're just oh, mentioning this funny. too. There's an area called the tip jar. So if you'd like yep. to su- support this undergoing that we are doing. That would be very, very helpful, too. Every so, little penny helps, that's for sure. Did you see that that just fell? Did you Water see that? or seed? Look at that. Oh, it was a little seed. Yeah, oh, off of something. Well, we're right underneath a big old palm tree. I'm trying to look up to see what's up there. Really, nothing. You might hear the waterfall in the background. It's a gigantic waterfall, maybe, Where I don't know, exactly? 15 feet from us. Oh, is that where um, it was? Yeah, before you start it. walking around. And... Uh, if I can get your video, I will put it on the website of oh, the kaleidoscope. Yeah, the kaleidoscope. <gasps> so cool. Oh, my. I've never heard of that before, but it's a plant kaleidoscope. It is. And it's in a big pot with a oval around it. It kind of reminds me of a globe, mm-hmm. you know, where you can move the globe. Spin the globe, yeah. Spin the globe. Yeah, it's like that. There's two little telescopes on it, and 
um, if you look through the telescope and then you turn the, the little pots, the potted plants around, it's, it's the so prettiest cool. thing. Tim uh, video viewed my video. And he goes, what is that, a quilt? I'm like, nope, <laughs> keep going. It does. Until she turned the video on, it looked like a quilt. Yep. It, it was really cool. All right, so here's what I want to also tell you a little bit, too, about the Nicholas Conservatory. Yes. When you walked in the lobby, and I know we were already in here. They were getting us tables and chairs and stuff. Mm -hmm. Please let me show you this on the way out because it is a circular mural. Yes. Yes. Do you know that that is the history of Rockford? Yes. You do? I do. Oh, my. I have been here only a few times. I was here with the, the butterfly exhibit, which, by the way, is coming back again if you're in Rockford March 12th through May 29th of this year. So put that on your calendar to come by. It's wonderful. It is phenomenal. Butterflies of all different sh sizes and colors come, and they can actually they land on you. It mm -hmm. is so interesting. The whole butterfly life cycle is all all in action. You can view them as emerging from their little cocoons and then flying. I mean, it's just beautiful. It's beautiful. Anyway, that was the first time I was here, and I was here with my mother-in-law. Oh. So I really enjoyed that. And then, unfortunately, a good friend of ours, Steve Zimmerman, passed away, and he was really big here with the Nicholas Conservatory mm -hmm. and has some links to it. And I don't exactly remember, so I'm not going to say how, but they had a memorial for him, and it was jam-packed. Nice. I mean, Steve is a very well-loved man. Nice. Nice, yeah, nice, So that nice. was the only time. And, and then while we were here, they were telling us about the mural. They were telling us about the Nichols, Nicholas Conservatory. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I knew about the mural. I'm a Rockford native. I had no idea that Rockford had a zoo. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden in this history of Rockford, you see this elephant. And it's like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, they're also going to bring in an orchid exhibit. They are not going to bring the larikeets back this uh, year. Because it's sort of a rotating thing. And oh, those, I gotcha. Those are the uh, very, very colorful birds. They're, they're just beautiful. I, think, beautiful um, I think they will be bringing back the blooming carcass. Do you know about that? The what is it? <laughs> the, the, the blooming carcass. Carcass? It is. As in like dead animal carcass? Yes. Not yes. crocus. Yeah, cor correct. Yes. Oh, God. So no, I do not. So it's probably 14 feet tall. It's probably the diameter does of a palm smell? tree. It does. When it blooms, what? it oh, smells like, like a death? dead body. It does. Can you imagine somebody selling this to the people going, you know, we can have this in your place for a month. And when it becomes pretty, it smells like something dead. And they're going, oh, that sounds just like us. Let's do that. No. It's disgusting, but it's beautiful. But it's sort of cool. So what do you do? Plug your nose when you well, come by it? Well, I mean, you know, how, do you, how would you do that? I, I, I don't know. You know, it's like part of going to the swamp. Part of the swamp is being in the mud. So how can you not? Oh, How God. can you not take a little whiff of dead? I don't need to take no. a whiff of dead. All no, right. I've already taken okay. a whiff of dead. We had a... Okay, so I got to tell you the dead story. We live by the river. <laughs> See, you started this. We live by the river, and so there was... Um, okay, I don't even know. I don't remember even how it happened, but there was a... Uh, I thought a... Uh, what do you call those? Muskrat or whatever they are. Possum. I don't even know what they are, but it was nasty looking. And it was kind okay, so this is when we had earlier dogs. My two dogs really got on it. And, and <laughs> was it already Kaz dead? Was, no, it was I thought it was oh, dead. No. It was half dead. Oh. I'm picking oh. it up in the um, recycle <laughs> the bin, the big, you know, the, the big green recycle <laughs> bin. And I'm this carrying is, it down to the river. This is a disturbing story for you, isn't it? Oh, because it's horrible. <laughs> I'm stuttering and I'm, I'm like reliving the whole thing. And it was, I mean, and I just got dripped on. It, I, I mean, holding it out arm's length like this and having 
walking this long way all the way down to um, the river, and I didn't know what to do with it because all of a sudden it came alive, and I'm like, You're and I just me. threw. I mean, you know, I think it was half dead, so I I just threw it in the river. Well. I thought it would die, drowned and whatnot. It crawled up underneath <laughs> our deck. And I would, you know, we'd come down there, no big deal. And mind you, this is summertime. So I'm like, what is that smell? What is that smell? And Brian's like, did you throw something in the river? I'm like, well, yeah. He goes, guess what came back up underneath? So we had oh, to take the boards no. off. And there, of course, where's this? And I'm like, I am not touching it. So I called Winnebago County Animal Control, and they came and got that dead thing out from underneath. <laughs> but it was gross. And I will never, ever forget that smell. You just can't, you can never forget that smell. You never will. Did something just bing on us? Yeah. Our computer is not being very friendly with us today. Do what you is, hear it's that? It's just dinging like crazy here. I but. don't know if, I don't, do you just let it go and just hopefully. You shut that thing off. It was so aggravating. Here we are, you know, like 12 episodes in. <laughs> we haven't had any problem. And all of a sudden the computer goes, nah, I don't want to be here today. It's time to surprise oh, you. You know, I don't, I just, I'm not feeling the conservatory. I'm cold. Yeah, I'm cold. <laughs> <laughs> You know, here's the here's the the cool thing about Rockford or Northern Illinois, Southern Wisconsin, yes. is that we can do this yep. when it's three degrees outside, mm -hmm. and be in the middle of this tropics, but also you realize by Saturday we will be in the middle of the snow sculpting competition. It's just phenomenal that we've got that variation of what's going on. And you know, again, you just... it's a good thing you won't have video because I will be looking like. A monster. I'll have so many layers of clothes on. I will be walking like a robot, just to try to keep warm. You make like it. This. You make it sound like a bad thing. It is so cold out. <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those. It's not bad if it's a dry cold, but it, when it's the wet cold that the wind just zips right through you. Oh, down to your bones. Oh, poor baby. Yeah. Poor wham, 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 I know. Wham, wham, wham. Wham. Want some cheese with that wine? Yeah, I got it. Okay, I got a three by five card. You want to do that or do you want to oh, have something else? Oh, yes. Here? No, I would be more than happy to change the well, subject from dead animals. Well, it it's kind of pertains to in here because right. I know that my some of my family and my dad would be in here sneezing and whatnot, too. So mm. here's my question. Are you allergic to anything nature-wise or whatever? And if so, what? Not that I know of. So no ragweed? No. That's because my dad sneezes like crazy on no, that. No, no. I, I think part of that is that I played in the dirt every day when I was a kid. You know what? We did, didn't, didn't we? Growing up. We did. You, you eat dirt, you play in the dirt. You yes. Dirt, yeah. yeah. I mean, when we played softball or baseball in our back pasture, our bases changed every time we went out to play the game. Because the cow pies yes, moved? Yes. <laughs> because the <laughs> horse pies. Yeah, we didn't oh, have cows. Horse. We had horses. Oh, that's worse. Yeah, but, but, it, but, it's, but it's raised. You know, the, 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 when a horse goes, it's sort of raised as opposed to flat so you can see it in the distance. But they would change every time because that's where we played. So, so when you had to slide into base, did you slide into that slide? Pie? No, that oh. the game was not that important oh. that you would slide. Okay, no. just but we were always in the sand and the dirt, and I don't know, we were just <laughs> grubby kids. God, we yeah. I think I get an instant visual when you mention that. I get this instant visual of. Sort of like Spanky's gang. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. You know? Yep. We were just... Which one were you? We were... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's a really good question. Yeah. Who did you? I would think uh, I was yeah. Darla. But, uh, 
I couldn't have been Darla. Let's put it that way. Uh, who was the tall guy with the with the uh, with the hair thing going on? Spanky. No, the Spanky's a little guy. He's a little guy with his freckles. Yeah. And who's who's? Uh, I don't know. I don't know the characters. I can't, I can't remember the. He was one of the most popular character, and he talked with a high voice, and he had a he had hair sticking up in the. Well, see now I've got more homework. <laughs> oh my that. god. Oh my god! I, I am was sweating. I'm just gonna say, I, I told you, it is right. warm in here. All right, so here, watch out! He's taking his clothes I, off I, now. I do, See <laughs> again. Good thing we don't have video. <laughs> I do have a story though with your allergies thing. Okay. I have a second cousin. Okay. And he's maybe 32 years old. Lives in California now. Okay. But that poor kid was allergic to grass. Oh. So Did you he have th- to live in a bubble. So well, pretty much. It, it didn't keep him from being outside because he was just that kind of kid right. that he was always outside, but he was always broken out. And we're all going, "Oh my god, what's the matter with him? What's the matter with him?" And it just it was grass. Can oh, you wow. imagine that? And we're we you know, were hoping that, you know, out of time he would grow out of it. Right. And you get a little bit of a resistance to it, but it that's my allergy story. Well, but this, it, sometimes they just kind of come on you. You know, you late in life. Tolera- yeah, you really? tolerate it and tolerate. It's like a like a milk allergy. Oh you yes, know, you get that yes. Later on. The gluten thing the gluten and all thing. The, all that yeah. all comes yep, on. It all yes. changes too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm allergic to um, something in cough medicines, so I have to be very careful. It took me forever to figure out how to say it, but it it, it is dextromethorphan, and that is in everything. So you so can't an, take a cough mm-mm. drop. Well, I can take a cough drop if it does not contain dextromethorphan. But I can't take a NyQuil. Can't take a lot of the co- over-the-counter cough medicines. Mm. I have to be real careful. No, I'm, I'm allergic to stuff like sulfa. Yeah. Like what? Sulfa. I don't know. It's some kind of a medicine, something or oh, other, you okay, know, they okay, inject yeah. you with, you know, whatever. Okay. But, yeah. but so that's on my medical thing, but yeah. I'm not allergic to like peanut butter no, or anything no, like no, that. No, 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 no. Me okay. either. Okay. Me either. Right. Me either. All right. So we're Although maybe lactose intolerant now. <laughs> I might, I might be coming lactose intolerant now. Well, we won't get into the details. That's okay. We'll save get, that for another time. I get such a nasty visual on that. What? Thinking that the minute you drink something, you just swell up like your head gets eight <laughs> times bigger. And your lips and your eyebrows and all no. that stuff. That's the visual I get. Yeah. And you know yeah, what I could do? You know what I could do? I could take a I could take the nicest, prettiest picture. Oh, you're of gonna you. make a nasty picture out of it. Don't I could. you even I could put it in Adobe Photoshop. So if you guys see this on the website, <laughs> know that it is fake. It is not real. Yeah. And just blow up certain features. Yeah. I could, I could do that. I say I could do that. I wouldn't do that to Good Liz. Good thing. I wouldn't because that would be, that'd be sticking a... That would be like, eh, we're yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you were talking about stinky stuff, there's yes. one thing that I, I did want to mention uh, about yeah. the Nicholas Conservatory that they're bringing back. Now, this is a, going to be a long exhibit. It's going to be from June until November of this year, 2022. Oh, and it's called Delicate Forces. And they are the most gigantic large-scale art exhibits okay. that lots of them are made of glass that they are going to put inside the conservatory. A group of engineers and scientists and educators from Australia, believe it or not, really got all together and put in their two cents. And, <laughs> and the name of their company is called Skunk Control. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you can't make this up. No, I got a skunk story for you, too. Yeah. But is that what that glass figure back there is well those, is that part of that no those are permanents oh those okay. are permanent so they will probably take those out and then put the the other stuff in is it no, similar these, to that no, no no it's much more delicate much 
bigger and taller and more elaborate. It sort of has a stained glass look mm, to it. Okay. Um, these here are, are permanent. They're here okay. all the time. And is and it tall, like, like palm tree tall yes. or light post yes. tall? Or, oh, yeah. And, and part of the reason I think that they do this is that they're able to open up the Nicholas Conservatory at night because they're oh, going to have really cool lights so on these. Up. Yes, because it's stained glass. Oh, yeah. So that will be a whole different way of experiencing the Nicholas Conservatory. And I've been here during receptions and stuff like that. Uh -huh. They have music on the terrace. and th So I've been here at night, but not like this. So I'm wow. really looking forward to it. And it's a very, very long exhibit. So, you know, you got plenty of room from June to November to come oh, see yeah. it. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. gorgeous nights, summer nights. My, my dog got skunked once, and oh. trust me, it does not go away <laughs> for a very long time. No, a very long time. And we tried everything to get that thing off when it happened. When I was at scout camp, my boots that I had underneath my uh, tent, it's not a regular tent that you set up. This was oh. for summer camp, so it was longer. So they have these platforms okay. that are raised, and then like they how far? Like a foot off the ground? Oh, or? maybe eight inches. Oh, yeah, just oh, enough little. to okay. yeah, just enough to step up. Okay. And then they have a wall tent that goes over, sort of like the army tents that oh, they used to okay. have. And mash. so I, I'm thinking mash. Yeah, units. yeah, okay. along those lines. So I ended up putting my spare pair of boots underneath the uh, the, the the platform, the landing. I come back, and it's like holy shit. What? What has? Oh my God! Something what, died. What has died in my tent? And uh -oh. I'm and I'm alone, so I can't no. even blame it on a roommate. <laughs> I'm going, my God! And something we think it was a skunk, based on what it smells like, uh, sprayed my boots because it saw saw it as a threat, and then and then went on its merry way. It probably didn't like the smell of your boots. No, those boots ended up in the dumpster. Oh well, I yeah. couldn't throw Katie in the dumpster. No, no, she, she, we were there at nighttime. It, we were, my neighbor was having a party for his daughter, and uh, we just happened to sit around the campfire. And all of a sudden, Katie jumps up and she goes over to the wood pile, which is over by the porta potty, and she comes back and she's shaking her nose and you know pawing at her oh, nose, and no. we could just smell it. I'm like, oh no! Yeah. So what do I do? I'm grabbing. They didn't have much, so I'm grabbing <laughs> ketchup. We didn't have any tomato stuff. I'm throwing ketchup on her and, you know, whatever, and taking her to the river and trying to get all this stuff off, and it wasn't working. And so the, and it's nighttime, so it's like 10.30, 11 o'clock at night. Brian and I are in the front yard hosing her down with Dawn and, you know, oh dot pet stuff, trying to get rid of that smell. And she, poor girl, she just, you know. How, how long had you had her? We'd only had her maybe maybe a year. Can you imagine maybe what that year. dog was saying if they could talk? <laughs> what in the hell are these people well, doing? Well, first of all, she'd be like, so, what was that that got all over me? Something horrible Ick. happened to me, and they're drowning me in food. Oh, what, she loves uh, me. Uh, yeah. well, she loves you now. Well, she, lo she loved us then, too. Yeah. She just didn't love that smell. But I that smell, I'll tell you what, Tim, it took six months. You know, every once in a while when she'd get wet, you could smell it. I'm like, oh, oh God, yeah. you stink. Yeah. yeah. You stink. Yeah. You know, and she's got that thick fur because yeah. she's German Shepherd Husky mix. Yeah. It's, Labrador oh. Retrievers are along the same line, too. Yeah. All of a sudden, you get 10-year-old stench that just permeates from them when they get wet. Now, mm -hmm. we had a Labrador Retriever when I was growing up. Very, very loyal dog. Her name was uh -huh. Midnight. And she went pheasant hunting with my dad and stuff like that. Well... This dog, do you know Labrador Retrievers have webbed feet? Yes, yes. Well, they also have a heavy oil base on their coat because of swimming, mm -hmm. and it helps repel it. Mm -hmm. Well, that sort of hangs on to certain things. things. And dogs, 
for whatever reason, just like to go out and roll in stuff. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you get a cow pie or the horse drops something, and all of a sudden the dog just feels, oh, my God, I think I'm just going to roll in this. And then, of course, you... Still, you get double stink. You get it. Yeah, so she gives you she gives you those big eyes like I want to come in the house. No, no, <laughs> no. Then she gives you the stink eye. Yeah, yeah. Hey, oh, I don't like you at all. all. Thank yeah. you very much. Hey, I'm, I'm here all week. Thank you very much. Hey, I've got <laughs> literally you're here all week. I know. I've got a uh, three by five from Tom in Tempe, Arizona. Okay. You want to hear it? Sure. What was your first job? And I will tell you that he offered up his first job on this three by five. His was busting up rocks. Making big rocks into small rocks, mm-hmm. but I can't remember. I know Tom. With the jackhammer. He's, he's a classmate. Well, I I have to find out more information on that. I've used a jackhammer. That thing is such a big <laughs> deal, and you're like this, and it jars every single bone in your body. And now we have Liz's working voice. Yeah. Um. That wasn't Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> no, Ouch. but I'm sure I could do that too. Ouch. <laughs> Uh, do you consider babysitting as a job? Uh, or do you want to be out of the house? Let's type go thing? one more, yeah. It was a tour guide at the Rockcliffe Mansion in Hannibal, Missouri. And hmm. from there, I graduated to being the salesperson manager of the um, shop downstairs. Wow. So I did that for a while. And then I was also a waitress at Cassano's Pizza. Okay. I did that for a long, long time. Wow. It was a candy striper. Of course, it wasn't really a job, it was more like a volunteer thing. For the hospital? Yeah. But, but, but those back, two, and then while I'm in college, I came and worked at the radio station. So but backing up to the to the mansion, you mm-hmm. were a, a tour guide or a docent. All like oh, you docent. do like five or six tours a day. Oh yeah. Oh easy. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah, easy. And you had a script that you memorized. And of course, then after a while, oh, and see the people that lived next door was actually one of the daughters of John J. Crookshank, who is the wood baron, and he's the one that built the house, built it for his second wife. And they had four daughters, and one of the daughters lived next door. So we actually learned a lot more about it and got to spend the night in the mansion itself. Um, all of the tour guides did one night. We got to spend the night. And oh, it's so fun. That is a great so fun. team effort yep. type event. So fun. Wow. Mm-hmm. And you were all sort of high school kids. I want to say 13 or 14 years old, 14, something like that. Wow. 14 sticks in my mind. 15 because you couldn't drive yet I couldn't drive mom had to come and take me mom had to drop me off pick wow. me up you know that type thing wow I could yeah. drive to my first job oh I drove a 1963 Cadillac whoa so you realize that's like driving a city block <laughs> my dad a huge this is this car. is this is the weird switch of of what parents do for kids okay my dad takes a Renault this little tiny you know the Incredibles you know, yes, when the yes, father yes. of the Incredible gets in that gets little, in little car, car, that's what my dad looked like. Oh. So he took that <laughs> to his job, this little bitty car. And what does he give his 16-year-old son? A 1963 Cadillac the size of a city block. Because if you get into an accident, it won't crush you. It'll just crush the car or the, crush, the car will crush it. That's exactly the yeah. reasoning. I was thinking either that or you have to pay for your own gas. And you won't be driving very far well, if you're paying for your own gas. But I worked at a gas station. That oh, was that was, that was the your first job. job. Yes, oh, okay. and and uh, gas back then was thirty eight cents a gallon. Yeah, like thirty eight cents. Yeah. yeah. So there's a a place here in town called Farm and Fleet, mm-hmm. and they have massive garages. They sell a lot of tires and all that stuff. Well, farm back, stuff. Yeah, all kinds and of farm stuff. And everything else too. But back in 1976, those garages did not exist. In fact, oh. Farm and Fleet on West State Street was facing West State Street. You know, now the entrance faces west. 
because they added on all those garages. So they would sell the tires, and then they would say, here, go down to Waffler Standard, and they'll put them on for you. Go to where? Waffler's Standard. Waffler was their last name, Norm Waffler. Oh, okay. And friends of the family, fantastic guy. Just a second-generation, you know, mechanics and standard station. The gas station was right next to a taco place. Unbelievable tacos. <laughs> we didn't have to really go anywhere for our lunches. And the gas station was also right in front of what I call the projects. Oh, okay. Not the best neighborhood in town. And we had this big German Shepherd dog. Aww. When I was there, you know, the poor dog is looking at me feeling sorry for me because I can't lift these tires because I'm oh. 16. Well, like three weeks later, I'm bouncing these things around yeah. like it was nothing. Yep, yep. And, of yep. course, you're doing it in the winter. And it's, I mean, you can't feel your feet for most of the time. <laughs> and... Uh, I went back to get Czar at the end of the... Czar uh, was the name? Czar, yeah. That's I cool went. Name. I went back to get Czar at the end of the uh, uh, shift before we locked up. You know, he's a big dog, and he pulled me just a little bit. He was not a forceful dog. He was a wonderful dog, but he pulled me just a little bit enough to where I slipped on the ice on, oh. the, on the riser that went up to the gas station. And, of course, they have, what, like 12-foot, 14-foot windows that in case the gas station oh. and my knee went right into that window mm. and all that glass came down on me and the dog mm. thank god nobody was hurt because can you imagine it was like mm. eight feet wide and 12 feet high plate glass window back then they didn't double paint them paint or anything like that mm. yeah mm. and i loved working there but dog didn't cut its feet or anything no thank no he scattered he heard the he and was he, smart. Yeah, he, he bolted. I remember, I don't know if it was a practical joke. I think it was just flat out mean that we did. Whenever we would get a new person that was a friend that would stop by the station and sort of kill time with us a little bit, you know, we'd run out and we'd fill up somebody's gas and come back and, you know, that stuff. But it was at night and it was downtime. When they had to go to the bathroom, the bathroom door had a crack underneath the door of about an inch. And we would spray, while they were on the toilet, we would spray the lining of right, right there, the threshold, with ether, ether. Uh, otherwise known as starting fluid. Oh, my that you would, That you would spray in a carburetor for a car. And we would spray that and then light it and then spray more ether. And, of course, they're sitting on the toilet in a confined area. They can't go anywhere. I'd be freaking out. And all of a sudden, here's this ball of, of flames coming at you. <laughs> While you're naked on the toilet. And, of course, for teenage kids, God, that was the funniest thing in the world. When somebody would walk in, if you've ever seen some of these TV shows, when you know the plot. Okay. And you know this is the new guy. And everybody else that already knows the deal, because they've done it to somebody before, they look at each other. That's exactly what we did. It's like, oh, who's your new friend? Oh, okay. And we would just feed him and oh give him gosh. drinks and everything else. Anything to add to that, I have to go to the bathroom. You are bad. Oh, I have an evil okay, streak. Okay, you thought I was bad. Well, yeah, you got an evil streak for no, sure. But you still are bad. Oh, uh, just because I'm bad doesn't mean you're not. I'm better than bad. You're better than ether, <laughs> aren't you? I'm better than ether. <laughs> yeah. We got drips coming down here, babe. Do you see that? I know, and I don't really... It's the condensation, I think. Either is that it? or they're sprinkling water. It is. Yeah, but it's not a lot. Oh, it's just a little bit. I just didn't yeah, want it on the it's laptop. It's not a lot. It's kind of fun. That's my first job story. <laughs> That's very, very interesting. That's very, very interesting. And just the sweetest family. Oh, we just, we just had a great, great time. Did you know that family went before you worked for them? Mm -hmm. So you, okay, see, I did too. Mm -hmm. 
I knew the Casanos, yeah. um, the Harveys, lived right across the street from us, and they owned the Casano Pizza Place. And so that was another of my first jobs, working for my neighbor. So let me ask you this. If you had the opportunity, now don't forget about COVID or anything like that, because obviously that changes things. But if you had the opportunity right now to go back, even for one night or one week, would you want to go back and let's say uh, you're a waitress at a pizza place? Would you want at the to... same pizza place? No, no, anywhere, anywhere of your choice. Okay. Would you want to do that now, knowing what you know? You would probably do it differently. I'd pick it up just like that. And yeah, I would. You know why? Because I, I like people. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we'd be getting. I'd be learning everything about it. Brian always teases me about. Honey, you you just you share too much. I'm a sharer. No, I share that's a good too much. thing. I see. I think so too. And my mom never knew a stranger, and I think I'm like my mom. Yes. Yeah. You have to pick it up yep. somewhere. And I have to tell you, one of the main stories when I was at the pizza place and I was waitressing, there was a group of guys that would come in from softball games, softball oh. teams, whatever. So regulars. Well, kind of, sort of. Some were regulars, some weren't. But these guys that had been playing in the softball tournament, and I'm there doing the beer and at that point in time I couldn't serve the beer because I wasn't 21 okay so I could just tell somebody to come bring it but I was bringing all the pizza so you had people I had people you had yeah people. I had my manager wow and my manager had to come bring it <laughs> um but you know I'm talking to them and finding out where they're coming from and where they are and they were from Kirksville Missouri which is like 90 miles away this group was here this doesn't so well I was like Kirksville Oh, that's where I'm going to be going to college. Oh, really? That's where we go to school. I said, there oh, really? Go. Well, as it turned out, these guys were from the fraternity, Alpha, AKL, Alpha Kappa Lambda. Steve, if you're listening, this is because of you, Steve Dieters. He was the <laughs> one that I remember meeting. And when I pledged the sorority, Alpha Sigma Alpha, we would have mixers with the okay, different sure. fraternities yeah, on, the, on campus. Yeah. And so we had a mixer with the AKLs. And I'm thinking, that guy looks real familiar. I, this guy sounds real familiar, and I had to go back and think about it. And so then I was asking somebody who Steve was, Steve Dieters. And sure enough, he was the guy. And he was the guy at the table. Yeah, he was the guy at the table. So wow. I at least knew somebody yeah. from my waitressing days, which wow. was kind of fun. Yeah. Wow. See, that's, that's sort of cool. I mean, we are criticized for what you just said with you share too much. And, oh, geez, <laughs> why can't we just walk in a place and do what we need to do and walk out. No, it's always so a 10. Fun. Yeah, it's a 10 or a 15 minute conversation with this <laughs> total stranger that you will never see again. Have you not heard that before from somebody? Oh, all yes, the time. exactly. All but the time. here's what I say. And I, I take it with a grain of salt. I let it roll off like a duck, so on and so forth. Because, you know, they won't talk to anybody else, but boy, they will bitch and moan to us for the rest of the afternoon about it. I, I internally, I don't. Externally tell them, but internally I say to myself, I would not want to be the opposite. Mm -hmm. I just would not want to be that person that walks in, lays down a dollar for a candy bar, and walks out. Because that sucks for them. I mean, they're in a job that they probably are not fond of to begin with. And then if I can make it a little bit better for them, just a tiny bit... In, just a smile. Just yeah. a hello. And it's only, what, literally 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. I mean, they exaggerate. Oh, we can't get out of any place for 10, 15 minutes. No, you're exaggerating this well, you know, by in, just in a, a tiny bit. In our family, it's also the same way when you say goodbye. <laughs> okay, we're getting ready to leave, so you better start saying your goodbyes. Yeah. So it takes me 30 minutes, yeah. you know, 25, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. Yeah, I'm saying goodbye to everybody because i got to say goodbye to everybody. And then I, then I think, oh, thank you very much. <laughs> and then I think, oh, but I miss so-and-so. Where are they? i got to go find them. Come on, time to go, time to go. No, no, no. no. Yeah, 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 they yeah. brought that's this up. That's my family. They brought this up on Hoda and Jenna. 
oh, the did other they? day. Yeah, the uh, uh, Today Fourth Hour or whatever they call it. <laughs> and they were talking about the exact same thing. Why does it I take? Think that's everybody. It must no, be every family. No, it's not your family? no, and it's specifically, oh. and they admitted they specifically say it's women. So hmm. she. So here's how they sort of think about this. Yeah, yeah I guess it kind here's, of here's it how is. they sort of done it. They said, "Are you really going to say anything more that's of any importance that you haven't already said in the last two and a half hours?" Yes, okay. I love you. I want to see okay. you soon. Okay. Well, no, I, no. I'm just saying how they're trying to level oh, this out. I got gotcha. you. Right. I got gotcha. you. The other part is. You absolutely need to say goodbye to the host or hostess. Oh, sure. Yes, and oh, tell sure. them thank you. Yes. But these other people, and this is where they sort of jabbed back at each other, these other people that you did not see the entire two and a half hours that you were there, why is it now important that you go, oh, God, it's so good to see you. Thank you. Take care. Oh, we like, need to get together. Where have you been? How come oh, I didn't get a chance to see you? Yeah, you know what? You I really see? want to talk to you. So, yes, and then I'm let's sorry. Make sure, blah blah blah. And then I'm sorry. Always seems to fix it. No, no, it doesn't. So of course, you know how Hoda gets. Is that like a crutch? She gets. Yeah. She gets all so you know angst up about stuff. And of course, Jen is sitting there defending the whole thing. She goes, "No, no, you don't." And it's it's mm. very entertaining. But it is one of those things where. You got to sort of set the stopwatch and go, all right, if I want to be out of here by 10, we need to start now. Nine. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly it. Yeah, I know. Wow. I know. You got yeah, something got else? No, I was just saying, mm, I better hurry up and start <laughs> slowing down because it's going down pretty good. My glass is just about that much, but I'm good. I do I'm have good. another three by five if you want it. Oh, sure. This is from Paul in upstate New York. Oh, really? Yep. Have you ever been involved? Is he snowed in? I have no idea. I wonder if he got snowed in. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> well, you know, they had that big snow. They had 20 inches of snow not too long ago. Well, last week. So I was just wondering. Upstate New York, you know, they get all these snowstorms. I love you to death. But I don't think a prerequisite for contributing something is is their <laughs> so weather. Tell you the weather first is there their weather conditions? Back, yeah. <laughs> or how much snow they had I to just wondered. Plow. I just wondered. Okay. Anyway, okay, so what's, what's his 3x5 card say? <laughs> Thank you, Paul. <laughs> says, have you ever been involved in spreading someone's ashes? Uh, I have not. I saw somebody in their ashes at Sturgis last year. One of the guys that was a bigwig, he was cremated, and he was in a um, silver, was it Bud Light or Bud whatever <laughs> container yes and they were going to spread his ashes you know on a motorcycle oh. ride whatever oh. and spread his ashes and, and i didn't have the chance to go we were riding elsewhere but that would have been my first otherwise i no i have never been but that's a really cool idea yeah do you realize that this is sort of a dead theme oh my <laughs> god i know right oh god carcass and raccoons <laughs> and ashes skunks and ashes oh and that my smelly plant plant we didn't mean it to be that way <laughs> It's supposed to be just a tropical paradise, not full of dead carcasses. Um, so what was yours? My father-in-law died, and we have his ashes, and uh, his dog died shortly after that, and we cremated her also. Well, I mixed them as I planted a bush that was given to us to plant in his memory. Oh, okay. So I took a little bit of him, a little bit of her, Ralph and Sheba, and nobody else wanted to do it. So you got the tail of Sheba. No, the no. Of <laughs> See, now you get too visual. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I almost had conversational <laughs> diarrhea right there. 
No, I didn't have the tail <laughs> of the know. dog. Yeah, I am messing with you. I'm so, just thinking when you mix the ashes. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah, so the idea was, here's here's how it all started out that it ended up in my lap. The oh, because nobody wanted to do it. No. No, the idea was that he was going to give his ashes to his son, who's a crab fisherman for 30 years up in the Bering Sea, mm -hmm. and that he would spread the ashes in the Bering Sea, and then eventually he would end up back in Sweden because he was a Swedish immigrant at the age of nine. Now, doesn't that all sound very... It sounds wonderful. Kumbaya, yes. Yeah. Oh, well, kumbaya. the ashes never made it to Alaska. Oh, how come? Several years later, because the son just didn't want to do it. Oh. Did you take him up when you went? Did you take no, some up when you went to no, Alaska? How I long ago was it? I didn't think of that. I didn't think of that. Mm. It was like 17 years ago. Oh. But well, I didn't shoot, think of that. I could have done that. You would have held on to those ashes for 17 years. Well, we do. We do. We have them in our living room. You still have them? Yes. Oh. They're in a very nice urn. And you wouldn't even know that they were there unless we pointed it out. But I really wish I would have told this story before I went to Alaska because I could have taken a little vial. Well, guess what? We got to go oh, to Alaska again. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do, cool. Would you take road trips with people? Um, I have. I would, yeah. Yeah, I but have. would you blindly take road trips with somebody? What, like, what, like, like a stranger? Say, well, uh, no, not a stranger. Like, you've never traveled anywhere with somebody before. You've never traveled an hour away from yeah. town. Yeah, I, I took my girlfriend, Debbie Best. Debbie Best and did, I went to Italy. Did you really? Yeah. And, and you then, had not done, like... No, we hadn't done anything like that oh, before. And then, work. Yeah, and then um, Nino Castronova from Castronova's Bridals, he and yes. his daughter went. And so the four of us were on this trip together. And you have never gone anywhere uh -uh. before? Uh-uh, together. Wow. No. And yeah, it worked so out okay? It was fine. It was great. Wow. We had a wow. blast. We wow. learned. I mean, it was just wonderful. It was wonderful. Wow, good for you guys. Why? Yeah. Why did you go to Italy? Because on um, when I turned fifty, when you I should, turned half you, a century, I got to tell no, you, really, you, truly, I you should be very, very proud of your age. Well, thank you. I am because of what okay. you've accomplished. Thank you. Seriously. So the story goes: <laughs> as I turned fifty, <laughs> I said I want to go to Italy for my fiftieth birthday. Love it. I would love to go. I've never been. I want to go. It's just someplace, someplace to do. So I'm looking it all up and. I found a spot. I mean, we're going to tour. I'm going on a tour. We're going to go through Sicily and all the southern part of Italy and go to these vineyards and see places and things that I'd never heard of. And I was taking lessons, Italian lessons, oh so that I could speak the language. Because in my mind, I think you should learn some of the language of the country that you are going to visit. Even if it's just three or four words. Yeah. Hello, goodbye, where's the restroom, and do you have a drink? <laughs> you know, whatever. I don't care. Please, thank you. What, whatever it is, I think you should learn some of the language. So yes. I started to learn some Italian. And I asked my husband if he wanted to go. And he was kind of, um, and I thought, what? Don't tell me you don't want to go. And I asked him again. I must have asked him like three or four times. And he's like, I've already been, and it's not a spot I want to go. So why don't you take your mom? Because my mom had never been either. I think, I think my mom wanted to go. And I was like, you know what? That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. Mom and I have never really done a trip like that. Well, then I started thinking about it. And I thought, no, you know what? My girlfriend Debbie, would we'd have more fun with my girlfriend Debbie. So I asked my girlfriend Debbie. And she had never been out of the country Mm. At all. Mm. So I'm like, Debbie, we need a passport. So we got our passports. We got everything together. And I was talking to Nino about it because Nino and I did pageants and bridal shows. So Nino says, oh, I've always wanted to go to Sicily wow. because he's from Palermo. Yes, of course. So 
he and his daughter went, and we just had a blast. And one thing led to and the it other. It did, and then that started Debbie's travels. And so Debbie's job now takes her overseas. She goes to Thailand. She's gone. Her job? Her job does. And she's gone to Italy again. I mean, she's, so she's like, thanks, Liz. You just, you know, yay. Help me get going. Wow. So it's it's wonderful. And I've been all over the place, too. Wow. There's still more places I, to go. And I finally ended up taking my mom to Paris. That was my trip with my mom before wow. she passed. Wow. 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 I have never yeah. been overseas. Really? Been to Canada plenty of times. Been to Mexico plenty of times. But uh, never been overseas. And we were going to go in 2020. It was our anniversary. And right. we were going to go to Sweden or somewhere. I mean, the planning really right, never right. got that far. Because, because of COVID? Because everything shut down. Yeah. And my son was two days away from them pulling the trigger at Ball State University for him to go over with a team of eight to Italy to do a video project for the Italy Tourism Bureau. Oh, fun. And two days before everything was going to be locked in, they said, nope, everything's canceled. I am... Uh, Are you I dry? Am, I am dry. That, I, how yeah. do you know what I'm going to say? Uh, because I'm your How partner. Do, I know, but I, <laughs> I'm on the of, same wavelength out here. Out of all the words <laughs> that I could have chosen for an empty glass, you pick dry well, and get right two seconds ahead of maybe me. Maybe it's because mine's dry, too. <laughs> Which means that we have to say bye-bye for yeah, now. But it's been fun today. Yeah, it has been. I'm Liz Wilder. And I'm Tim Larson. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, this has been Life's 3x5s. See ya. Thank you for joining Liz Wilder and Tim Larson. If you'd like to offer a conversation topic suggestion or contribute to the tip jar in support of this podcast, visit lifes3x5s.com. In the meantime, watch our Facebook page for more reasons to join us at another remote location for more unscripted stories on Life's 3x5s.